But today we begin with Judith Tate from Convoy in Donegal. Five years ago, while pregnant with her third child, Judith and her husband, Robert, were given the news that no parent wants to hear. Doctors told them that prenatal scans showed signs of Down syndrome and a congenital abnormality. In a state of shock, she questioned whether she could cope with the challenges that lay ahead. But she continued with her pregnancy and her son Stephen is now four years old. Here's Judith's story. Uh, well, if I take you back to in 2013, uh, Robert, my husband and myself have two children. Uh, Emily's aged three and Eleanor is aged one. And just at that time, we discover we're expecting our third child. And we're very happy about that. That was great news. Um, so we go for our 14 week scan at the hospital. And it's there that we receive some unexpected news. We're told that there is a congenital abnormality with the baby. And we ask what that might be um, and we're given a list of possibilities, some more serious than others. Um, So we go to see the doctor then and he sets out all our options, including, as he puts it, travelling to England. And, well, we knew exactly what he meant by that. Um, He offers us an amniocentesis test, uh, which would determine uh, the congenital abnormality with the baby. But we decline because that has a risk to the baby and we're not intending to do anything about it anyway, whatever the results are. So we decline that and he offers us his support, whatever we decide. He says there's no right or wrong in this. Um, It's up to you. And now my thoughts are um, all over the place at that point and my emotions as well. Um, My thoughts turn to the future and I have lots of questions, big questions, small questions. What's my life going to be like now? Um, Is our baby going to actually make it? Will they live? How am I going to cope with having a child with a disability? Will I be able to love them? Will I ever feel proud of them? And how is this going to affect my other children? Uh, Is all my attention going to be taken up with a child uh, that needs a lot of care? Um, Will this child always need looked after? And one of the things I also worried about was how would I cope with the sympathetic looks? Um, You know, out getting your groceries, pushing your baby in your pram, people looking in. Are they going to look in and then look at me sadly? Um, But... I also was glad to be in Ireland and I remember thinking that very clearly you know we live in a caring compassionate society Um, I'm always seeing posters up when the Special Olympics are on Um, everybody's very supportive of that so I was glad that we were in Ireland having this child I suppose in that time of uncertainty uh, we clung to what we did know and God was very much at the heart of that. We knew he was in control of what was happening to us. We knew this was the very child he wanted us to have and was given us. And uh, we knew he made no mistakes. And this wasn't a mistake. This was planned, all in his plan. And we know that all human life is precious because we are all made in his image. Um, so we uh, had had an anxious six-week wait at that 20-week scan, then we got our congenital abnormality was confirmed. They also discovered there's a heart defect um, with the baby, um, but all all the other organs seemed fine. Uh, so we went to the National Maternity Hospital in Dublin, and it was there that they confirmed there was about an 80% likelihood that our baby would have Down syndrome. And on the 17th of January 2014, uh, our wee Stephen was born. 
And then um, because of his heart defect, he, he had what they call an AVSD, uh, which basically means he had a big hole in the middle of his heart. Uh, he had two val- he had one valve where the rest of us have two. So we were facing big surgery uh, and his weight was critical for that. So at about four months of age, he was the right weight for surgery and we went down to Our Lady's Hospital in Crumlin and really Stephen never looked back from from that moment on uh, we were to be 10 days in the hospital we got out in nine and you know he fed so, so much better so much more easily and just has gone from strength to strength to, since then and now he is four uh, he's at our local community playgroup and loving it and just doing really well at this point I usually think about my mum who, when she was expecting me, was advised by her doctor to have an abortion. Um, that was really because he was concerned about her health. She'd had three miscarriages and he was concerned for her. Um, but mum wouldn't have any of it. Um, and so um, I am here. My four children are here. And it, uh, that just reminds me that abortion has repercussions all through the generations. Are you able to see the point of view from the other side of the aisle for people who are wanting to vote yes in the referendum? I do. I think people, as I say, we live in a compassionate society and I think people think that it is the compassionate answer for the difficult cases, like mine perhaps, um, and others. Um, but I think you've got to remember that every abortion results in the death of a child. Um, I think women need more support. I think they need people to come alongside them and say, look, you can do this. You might think you can't. I didn't think I I could do it. Um, But we need to show our care for all members of society, including those who are the most vulnerable, who are the children in the womb. They have no voice. We can't see them properly. Um, I, I think sometimes we forget about them. I think... Now that Stephen is born, we know him. And he was always Stephen. He was Stephen in the womb. He was Stephen when the doctor said to us, it's okay if you want to go to England. Um, And I think if you remember that this is human beings we're talking about. Um, uh, Sometimes I think that that's forgotten in in the whole debate at the minute. Uh, Human beings, human life is precious in all its forms. That was Judith Tate, the mother from Donegal, speaking about her own experiences in dealing with uh, the challenges of abortion. Her son Stephen is now four and she's calling on people to vote no in the referendum.